Tootie, fresh and fruity. Sup? Yo, how is it going? It's uh, Friday, so it's Special going pretty well. Friday edition. Friday edition, part B, week 10 preview. It's 2.30, I'm drinking a beer. It's Friday. Really, what kind of beer? It is a 22-ounce uh, Kona... Wailua, or some kind of IPA, Wailua IPA. Oh, nice. And that's because of uh, your wife's work? Yeah. Yeah, Nicole works at the Craft Brew Alliance, um, and Widmer is under their umbrella, so she gets free beer all the time. We have that, and we have a Red Hook um, IPA that's really bad. And uh, I'm not going to open the box. I'm going to end up giving it to Danny, probably. Which one? Is that the one you tried to give to me, too? I probably did, yeah. I probably tried to Does it have, like, a little octopus on it? Uh, yes, that one. Nice, nice. Yeah. Did you give it a try yet? Um, I think I did. Um, hey, ooh, I knew. I'm glad you brought up Craft Brew Alliance because uh, I just saw this today. Jordan Giza works for them. Really? Yeah. Check it out. Brewery representative at Craft Brew Alliance. Is he? He's in Beaverton too, so he might be close. Uh, might have to check into that. Software. Yeah, as of May 2017. So. Okay, I will uh, check with the wife. Jordan Giza, shout out. I know you don't listen, so shout Not out. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we got previews. We got what we need to talk about. Some transactions. Where do you want to start? Um, let's. Why don't we knock um, knock the old preview out? Um, so week ten, gentlemen, has already started with a raucous Thursday night game. The first matchup we'll go into, just based on where it's showing up on my screen, is we will go with my matchup against Justin Lairbaum, King Goffrey against Voodoo Mama Juju. Justin's looking like he's going to win. Um, that That's an understatement. What is the current uh, projection difference? It is roughly 50. Um, actually, sorry, more like 40. Is but... it 40 or is it 30? Am I that off? Oh, yeah, it's like 30. Okay. Yes, yeah, Eve, again, this is Friday, fellas. Not trying to do too much math. Yeah, the math the math did not help. You You are a 19% chance to win this game. You're a big I underdog. I always like the number 19, so if that means anything to anyone gambling out there. Yeah, this was the only I, – I was surprised with how big uh, the performances were from a few guys, like Roethlisberger had a great game yesterday. This is really the only one that um, has appeared. Juju having a good game appears to be the only one that's affected the matchup as much as it has. Like you were, you were already expected to lose. Now you are very much expected to lose. Yeah, not a good start uh, for me. Um, Goddamn Jews, Juju's. I mean, uh, whoa, Jesus Christ! Whoa. Whoa, this is public. This goes out everywhere. I know, Juju, goddamn Juju. All right. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm looking at it. I, I'm not sure what the recipe would be for you to um, win this. I guess it would, it would be for Fitzpatrick to have a terrible game. It'd be for Fitzpatrick to have a bad game, Landry and the Browns to sputter, you know, 
going down the list. Like, t- if that happens, though, then Tevin Coleman's probably having a good game yeah. against them. Like, there's just so many fail-safes. The only thing I would hope is that Todd Gurley doesn't get too many touchdowns. I think that's a big one, too. If Todd Gurley finishes with, like, 10 points, that's a win for me. Yeah, I, I, I think you, know, you need to be pretty worried about David Johnson this week, too, because I think they're going to be down by a ton, and he's just going to be out of the backfield getting checkdowns. Yeah, I will say like, they haven't done that a lot with him this year. Like, surprisingly, haven't done well, they've that. they've been down by 30 in games before? Yeah, and you – I mean, they've been <sighs> down big – but I, they um, not really. They've kind of played that like ball control style, but they um, won't. They will yeah, be with, down by a ton against with Casey. Rosen. With Ro- yeah. uh, with uh, with Rosen, it's been a little different. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm worried yeah, about that. Me. I'm personally going up against uh, Johnson in the other league, so I'm I'm like fuck. He's going to go I, off. I guess my thing is, it's usually just like with him. It's been like ten points a game, twelve points. A game. It hasn't. He hasn't really had the. Oh, I know the big. Game, I think so this. I think this is the week. That's yeah. why. That's what I'm pretty worried about. Yeah, definitely something. Um, so looking at it too, he's got Chicago defense. You know, you don't expect it to be huge, but then on the other side, uh, you know, I'm I'm going with Buffalo against the Jets. I feel like that's bad too. It's just such a waiver wire thing right now. I feel like you defenses you're just kind of floundering each week, and at least with well, this team, it has volatility, uh, you know, written all over it. In terms, the of problem defense. is it's probably going to be McCown, right? Starting, yeah, it is. It is going to be McCown. It's actually worse for you, (laughs) exactly. Darnold, Darnold's loose at the rock. Yeah, Hollywood Sammy is, uh, has is would have been great this week, but so, um, yeah, yeah, I think either way, I I still don't see that defense going off for Chicago. Um, I think we've spent too much time on this, honestly. I think it's a you're gonna move to five and five, and uh, which you'll still be in the driver's seat for playoffs, so uh, yeah. It will. It'll be uh, definitely something to keep an eye out on. I have to win probably two more games and out of what will be three games left. So, three, yep. Um, definitely. All right, next one up, Boom and Diggs rebrand our bottom feeder against deflated balls. Jay Rose, uh, Matt has geared up this week in, in trying to take down Jay. Um, how do you feel that's going to play out there, Colin? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> he traded away a lot of guys. And you'd think he would have got a little bit more in return. I know that, I mean, you look at a couple of his matchups, it could go well. I think Rodgers at home against Miami in a must-win game for Green yeah. Bay. Yeah. Kind of balls out. Um, Fitz, Larry, another one we've already talked about how we think uh, the Cardinals are going to be down by a bunch. So yep. he's probably going to get a massive amount of targets. I saw Brita was on Matthew Berry's love list. So, yeah, um, I I guess I could talk myself into it, but then you flip over to Jay's team, and he's just done a good job of stockpiling um, top fives at positions. He's got Julio, um, Melvin Gordon, and Travis Kelsey. So three guys that are top five in their at their respective positions, fantasy wise. You know, I have to give Jay some credit here. I know we talked about this a little bit before, but what he's done is. It, it, at the time, it looked so absurd, and it's something that I don't know if you can make a blueprint for how he does this, but he was pretty competitive last year, and this year, he's, like, done it. Somehow, everyone just has traded guys to him like this, and he's just flipped guys that seemed so erratic at the time, and now it looks like his team's set up pretty well. I mean, you think he trade the Cox bros, and I guess that might help? Well, 
the problem is, is yes, he's put together a good team. He still needs to make the playoffs. Totally. He's sitting at four and five, and he's because he made some of those moves, he sacrificed weeks. Yes, and, but and the, that's... And ultimately, I do think if you're looking at these, this looks like a team that this paid off. Like, oh this yeah, team should be good the rest of the year. If he happened to miss playoffs, like that would suck because that's the risk you take. But he's definitely put himself in a position to succeed now. But I mean, let's say he does get knocked off this week by the last place team, he is going to have to win out to probably secure a playoff spot. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think you would have to win out at that point. Um, all right, on to the next. Uh, we have Calvin the Great and Dalvin and the Chipmunks. All right, so a big chatty. Probably didn't get the game he was hoping for. Um, it looks like all three of his guys underperformed this week from their projections. Um, Going to be a tough start for chatty. Tough start. He's still projected to win. His yep. original projection was 106.6 to Calvin the Great's 98.42. Uh, they both underperformed because it looks like Freezing had a negative three from the Carolina defense. Whoa. Yikes. I got to say, Freezing, starting Carolina D on the road at Pittsburgh. On a Thursday. That is tough. Does he have another D? No. I guess he just didn't want to pick one up. But Get your cold ouch. cut. Get your cold cut. That's tough. Um, yeah. That's probably going to cost him the week, honestly. <laughs> Freeze. But, I appreciate uh, it, man. I'm just trying to knock more people down. I need everyone to lose. Uh, so Chad's going to haunt me this week in the standings too. Oh, he is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Chad, Chad has stayed true with his team. He's got some good guys, and I think he's going to take advantage of the fact that uh, Freezy made a poor uh, judgment. I don't think Carolina was ranked very high in any projections for defense this week. No, so I'm hey. really surprised by that. Like, what what is the upside of what could have happened with Carolina? I think D? I think you hope zero, not a negative. That's for yeah. sure. Um, I you know I will say yeah, Chad's team coming down to it. I mean, these are exactly the games where you know Chad's lost games earlier this year when he scored a lot of points. Well, this week he's going to go under his projection and. I think it's still going to, you know, these are the games like you kind of get back later in the season. These are perfect wins where you have a guy like freezing whose team's just tanking right now. Uh, these are the kind of wins you need, like when you're coming down to it, trying to get to the playoffs. So good win. Yeah. It you know, be. the one weird thing about Chad's team, which I do think is, is good. Don't, don't get me wrong. And um, I'm looking to see who's on buys. Well, nobody. So this is his team. He has a lot of guys who, while they're good, like a Brandon Cooks or a Tariq Cohen, they're still not really true number one options. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, you they're know what good it is to players. Me? They're you guys you want. To me? They're high floor, really low ceiling guys. Yeah. Edelman, Cooks, Keenan Allen this Keenan year. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Way. They're like nine to 10 point guys, 11 point guys every week. And that's great. But that just means that you still have to find other people that are going to pop that week to get you over the mark. Mm -hmm. That makes it tough. But what does this bench look like too? Um, oh, he's, not, I mean, he's no, got he's carry on Johnson and carry on's a guy you hope they, I mean, it's been so erratic in Detroit, but uh, definitely one I think he's, he probably will still play him a lot. I mean, maybe it's going to be, I think he's hovering right around that same mark that we just talked about at nine to 11 yeah. points. Yep. No, it's so, really tough. Uh, maybe, maybe a trade. Before the end of the day. Oh, end of the day trade. 
come on, Chad, give me uh, give me James Conner. He had, he had cancer. You don't want him. He did um, have cancer. It doesn't define him, so I need you to remember that. Let's see. Yeah, trade's still open. Yeah, open till midnight tomorrow, I think, or you know, whatever it is. Maybe midnight tonight. I'm not really sure. I don't know how to read that. It's always very confusing when you're trying to look at the date like that. And they're like, it's 11.59. Uh, I love it. Okay, next matchup. Uh, Adam Booming Thielen, the tough luck kid. Oh, whoa. The- Actually, before we go there, sorry. I just want to mention one more thing because Chad is rostering three defenses right now. Big dog. Boy, Chad. That's impressive. That is impressive. Chad's cornering the market on defense. What can you say? It's a strategy. It is a strategy. Um, all right. So back to the next matchup. Again, Adam, tough luck, booming Thielen against Saquon and Pat McComputer Johnson. This is a tough one. This is going to, you know, Matty Kid had the uh, what he needed from his boy Big Ben to really kind of put him back in the race here. Yeah, he did because the rest of his team sucks this week. What is going on? He was projected for 86 points. Yeah, there's some weird ones in there, though. I mean, I guess Golden Tate, we don't know with Philly, but I can see him going over seven points. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't have Thielen this week. No, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have Thielen, so he's playing uh, the guy Harris from uh, Washington, Maurice Harris, mm. and, and the flex. Like, that's a weird one, too. I think uh, Livian Bell coming back will help him out, though. Just keep it in mind. Yeah, oof, man, Mahomes and Tyreek against Arizona. That's going to be a bloodbath. That could be really bad. <laughs> yeah, it really could. Um, also, ooh, weird play here by Mark. San Francisco D against the Giants. I guess it's not that bad, but Eli hasn't really been tossing a bunch of picks this year. Yeah, I don't know what's on the – I mean, I guess there's no defenses on the waiver wire because Chad has all of them, so – Yes, that's Chad, the problem. Chad is a bench full of defenses. Actually, it's gonna he's gonna start flexing them here pretty quick. Yeah, Mark has a lot of guys on by. By the way, yeah, he does. There's Lindsey Sutton, Demarius Thomas, Denver. He just has and... Denver. He just has Denver. Just say Denver. Yeah, even Demarius, he's just still Denver. Um, okay, who do you like in this one? Oh, still like Mark. Yeah, even even with the massive game from Roethlisberger, there's just not enough left with. Uh, with Shelter's team, I guess my only dark horse there is I think Cincinnati's going to be extra feisty against New Orleans this week. So um, I, I could see Mixon having a nice day. You know, on that note of Joe Mixon, in our next matchup, we have Brogy Snack Packs and Good Phil Hunting. Um, just to keep in mind, speaking of that, you must love it because you're starting Andy Dalton this week against New Orleans. I am starting Andy Dalton. Uh, that was pre um, some of the stuff coming out about the game that I just heard about. Like literally every um, New Orleans starting lineman is questionable for the game. And it's apparently very questionable. Not like they are just listed as questionable like a Patriot. Like they're probably going to be down three to four starters for this game. Yeah, that should make it tough for sure. That'll be uh, interesting. So – I think going into this, no A.J. Green for Andy Dalton still should be a good one. Um, I expect a lot of scoring in that one. That one will probably take in the over as well. But you have Michael yeah. Thomas against Cincy, um, who's projected for 14. Uh, you have some some big ones. Odell against San Fran should be good. They should be able to throw the ball in that 
defense. Um, but again, we've said that all year about Odell. Yeah. Well, um, my dark horse that I actually really love is Chargers D at Oakland. I'm pretty excited about that one. I think it could be um, a fun game. Yeah. Uh, that Chargers, Chargers are really good. Yeah, Chargers are really good. I think they're still in that kind of like upper echelon tier in the AFC now. I think uh, – what were we, was I listening to today? I think – it might have been part of my take, but they were talking about the idea of like – no, it might have been Cowherd. Sorry. Um, of the idea that the AFC now – it was Cowherd. looks a lot better than the NFC actually if you're looking at – and I don't believe that still, but he was making the argument uh, that the AFC with the Steelers last night – uh, the Chargers playing the way they are without yeah. without Bosa, that kind of thing. So um, I think there's a case to be made. They're pretty damn good. Top four are definitely good teams. Chiefs, uh, Patriots, Chargers, and um, what was the last team that we were talking about? There's four. You know what you're doing here. Just say it. What? For the about, AFC? Oh, you're talking about AFC. Oh, Steelers. Yeah. Steelers, yeah. I thought you were night. getting. I thought you were not mentioning the Rams in the top four of the NFL. Confused. No, no, that was I just was AFC. Like, I was like, I know what you're doing here. You ask. Um, no, because I would have led with the Saints being better than the Rams. So speaking, okay, of this matchup, I will say Dylan no longer two Jacksonville running backs in the starting lineup. Oh, what did he do? He put Corey Davis in. Yes, yes, Corey Davis in the flex um, against New England, and then yeah, he decided to sit Carlos Hyde. He's only projected for five points. If Leonard Fournette's going to be the big dog. And I mean, I love him being projected for 10 points. There's no way that he gets the the lion's share of the carries in this game after being out for like five weeks. Yeah, and it, this is something that just happened again. But you are playing Kareem Hunt against Arizona, which is not going to be fun. I no, think he's I'm going pretty over. scared. I think that I'm taking the over and the uh, 18.9 points that he's projected. I think he's going over that. Um but, yeah, should be good. Uh, Calvin Ridley, been very up and down, uh, mm-hmm. big games, and then kind of hides away. So, that should be an interesting one. But, yeah. overall, yeah, I'd probably have to still go uh, go with you with the slight edge. I think it's um, – I do think he has some good matchups this week. So I think normally, yeah. if you look at this team, he'd have uh, less of a projection. So, yeah, um, the four-net one, though, is very – like, I just don't trust that. Yeah, and it's As, tough. It's going to be kind of throwing, you know, I mean. Th- like how many no, carries no do you really think he's going to get? He has, he's had 20 carries this entire season. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like, who knows? It was the same thing with Dalvin Cook last week. Everyone was yeah. he's getting 15 snaps, and then he ends up, you know, getting 15 carries and uh, 80 yards. Yeah, that big like that. run. He had like a 70-yard run. Yeah, run. he had a big I, run, but he still didn't have a ton of carries. But either way, it's the same kind of thing. I think they just bring him back and they're like, God, is he finally fucking healthy with the hamstring? It's so, so hard for them uh, to kind of gauge that. It really can. The plug can just get pulled at any time. I think you just have to hope that Leonard Fournette falls into the end zone. Yes, which you is do. Because I, I almost want to put a lock on this that it's a ten, under 10 carry game for Leonard Fournette. They have three running backs. Yeah, I think they're going to try to use him as much as they can. You know, it sounds like you practiced in full all week. We'll see. I think it'll be uh, – it's tough to not give a guy like that. He is so good when he's healthy. And so, if he is actually healthy, then I think you still got to give him the ball. Yeah. Okay. But that offense, too. Um, all right. Last matchup of the week, uh, the Poop Facta. 
I think you can call this. Um, maybe not after Antonio's night, but we have Liberty City Dolphins, the magnet of the chunk. Uh, and we have Tom Brady's Uggs, who I sent a trade to and he won't answer back. I don't know if he's alive right now, to be honest. Uh, you sent a trade to Lairbaum also. I did. What was the trade? It was ridiculous. It was something just um, – I can't remember his. I have – I was asking for – oh, Galladay. That one was more ridiculous. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that one got weird. I just threw shit at the wall trying to see if he last minute would do it. And, of course, he hasn't answered back. But this week, um, pretty close in projections, about a five-point difference. Yeah, and Chunt really needs this because Huey's out. I, I don't think Huey's making playoffs. So no, I think Chunt is on the doorstep with his team that I, I really don't believe is very good. So Yeah, I uh, um, I think it'll be interesting. Guns really needs this one. If he doesn't get this one, he's probably close to Dunchained. Um, he's really yeah. got, he's got to win out basically at that point because I think the, the magic number is going to be seven, I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think we is going to win this week, especially after the McCaffrey start and Funches. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Um, okay, um, so it sounds like we're. What are you thinking on this one, then? You're going Hui. I'm going Hui. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will also go Hui just to try to give Guns more bad juju, uh, so he can lose and help me to win a bet this year because that's really all I'm going for. Awesome. All, all right. right. Um, so transactions, this is a mixed bag, if you will. Um, let's just look at trades here. So the AJ Green trade, the Mark Ingram trade. Okay. Um, any trying to see anything else? Oh yeah, and then the Greg Olson trade as well. Okay, so Chad traded Greg Olson. Um, to or no, sorry, Matt traded. I'm so bad at this. Matt got Jordan Reed and Marvin Jones, and there we go. And uh, Chad got Greg Olson, so Matt downgraded it at tight end, and I guess had a need to fill at wide receiver. Yeah, um, I guess he needed Marvin, which honestly, it's not a terrible it's not deal because Marvin Jones he's going to get more targets. So, yeah, honestly, I'm questioning it a little bit more for Chad. I guess he needed the upgrade at tight end, but tight ends are such flyers besides, you know, the top. Yeah, and Greg has definitely been that this year, too. Um, But for him, I mean, he still has Edelman, Cooks, and Keenan Allen, so I don't hate that for Chad. Um, Just trying to – this is exactly what you're trying to do, why you do trades or trying to upgrade a position. Um, Matt now doesn't have to play – Jordy, Randall Cobb, or Sanu. Um, I, I suppose that does make him better off as well. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so not that's not a bad one. Uh, the next one up was you received A.J. Green, who is currently out for two to three weeks, um, and you gave up Larry Fitzgerald and Duke Johnson. Uh, yep. Duke Johnson had a couple of hot weeks. How do you feel about getting rid of him? Well, originally, so um, this a similar deal was on the table. And I pulled out of it because while there is some upside around AJ Green, like he, he might not play. Like, let's say they lose that game to the Saints, they or lose two weeks in a row, like he may never come back this week. So I didn't love the fact that while Chubb has been very good, 
um, Duke Johnson is is the handcuff and he's playable. Like this week is is a good is a good matchup for him to play. So yeah. I didn't really want to get rid of him, but then, you know, I, I did go to some outside consultants on this. I talked to the Westland Super Pack about the deal. And Ooh. I just, I really think there's, there's too much upside. And at the end of the day, I'm getting AJ green for a guy, two guys that I picked up over the last two weeks. So it, when you tell me that you go in and talk to the Westland super pack, it reminds me of like you going, it, it's like, you sound like a Republican. It just sounds bad. Sounds like it, you're going to the Koch brothers to try to work out some shady backroom deal. It, it is bad, you know, um, but at the same time, it's kind of fun. Because then they shit on everybody else, and so it makes me feel good about my team. Yeah, the Westland Bros pretty much think they are God's gift to Earth in terms of anything sports related. And if you don't agree, then you're an idiot. You're a moron. It's pretty fun. It's the best. They're great. They have some great ones. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one. Uh, again, Matt involved. Matt um, traded Mark Ingram. And, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Dylan traded Stefan Diggs and Carlos High. No. Nope. Jesus, nope. Because he just had Stefan Diggs. This is ridiculous. Um, okay. So Dylan got Stefan Diggs and Carlos Hyde and yes. traded Mark Ingram for that. Um, yep. I guess not bad if you're Matt. You, you, Carlos Hyde just being the handcuff, I guess it makes sense in that sense for Dylan, but. Stephon Diggs also not super healthy right now. Stephon Diggs not healthy on a bye, and Dylan is absolutely in a must win. So he took Mark Ingram out of his lineup this week versus me. Yeah, that's... for two guys that aren't playing for him. This so not be interesting if this is really where it's gonna t- we're gonna tell if uh, Leonard Fournette gives a shit at all. Yeah, I mean it protects him for the future, but if yeah. if we're saying fantasy is a week to week game, it was not a great decision this week yes it was not um okay well that is all the trades is there anything else we should go over no i think that's it i'm excited for the week yeah should be fun uh everyone have a great weekend be safe out there um adios yeah go go ducks tonight um playing ewu cooper cup cooper cup school Woo! go ducks go bull bull Going to be watching at Bar 33, 6 o'clock. Bar 33, 6 o'clock. You heard it here, fellas. All right. See you later. Later, boys.